comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! In Jesus' mighty name. You can be seated if you can. You can be seated. teaching today on the deliverance ministry. See, one of the um, places where or rather realms, one of the things that grants us a glimpse, a graphic glimpse into the eternal dimensions of the life that we have received in Christ Jesus is prayer. There's a place you will reach in prayer. It will seem as if it will seem as if you have expanded so much so that your your reality is beyond space and time. You will know it. You your body will be struggling to contain what is happening inside. Eternity is seeking expression. That is what is happening. And the 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 most obvious place you can see this thing is in the place of prayer. Suddenly you will notice that mortality has gone down. See, this mortality has gone down and the life of God has taken over you. Meanwhile, I have my friends from uh, NCCF um, Delta State. Victor. He's the prayer. I used to be a prayer those days. Let's clap for him. Let's clap for him. You're welcome. And then I, I think that's David, right? Uh, that's David. He's Toss. I know you don't know what is Toss, but he's transport and organizing sector. You are welcome. Let's clap for them. Let's clap. They came all the way. They crossed the river Niger. Even though it's not far, but you know, anytime people hear about crossing that bridge, they think it's far. Amen. Uh-uh. How did you... 
appear. You are welcome. You are welcome. Thank God I didn't see you on time. I, I, he would have. You know, there are levels in this thing. Hallelujah. We have been able to touch a lot of things, and I said we should bring questions. I don't know how much you have been able to deal with bringing it, but <coughs> let's make progress quickly. Now, I, I want to. Amen. Are you with me? Now, uh, there is the, the fourth, is it the fifth part, the F of our teaching, the deliverance ministry, is kinds of ministration. I will just run through it because of time. I just hope that I will be able to run through because I have one, two, three, four. I have four sections to go through today and today should be our last day. Um, kinds of ministration. Now, before I tell you the kinds of ministration, there are there are two major things that the, the, the determine the kind of ministration that you can apply in a given uh, circumstance, or rather, in a given case. One is, um, I think, you need to think about the peculiarity. The type of maybe let me list them so that you will understand what I mean. Number one, number one kind of ministration is self ministration. Number two, the presbytery or elders. Number three, the local assembly. Number four, the ministry gift. Now, whichever kind of ministration that is employed in a given case. Is it I mean by two things majorly the peculiarity and the prevailing circumstance? Are you with me now? Huh? Now, for example, you can be um, you can say that let the whole church pray, but as of that time, there is no whole church, you are the only one there. So, what do you do? You do the work. Are you with me? And sometimes you come to a crusade ground. You know when you come to a crusade ground, the principal way of ministering deliverance on a crusade ground is ministry gift. Is ministry gift. Is ministry gift. Some of those people that we are jumping up when I came to your campus, it is not impartation, it's not impartation, it's deliverance. Yes. You saw that lady that jumped from the middle and then came to the front. You didn't see that one. <laughs> that one is not impartation. I went with uh, our brother Jasper to your village. That's one of the most terrible places you can ever go. I'm telling you. If you know how long I prayed and I entered, <coughs> I don't want to talk about the bad circumstance surrounding. I believe the spirits we are also involved in making that thing happen to me. When I arrived, Jasper took mic, pray, pray. The other guy pray, and I took mic, and one lady now fell this side, another one fell, another one fell. Somebody said his impartation. I said, come, come. This one is deliverance. Half of the people there were witches. Yes. 
and they were singing and dancing. They, they were singing. What was that area, area song? They were singing and dancing, singing and dancing with demon, with witches, singing and dancing with you, singing and dancing. They will finish. Somebody will go there sick. In fact, you will come. Are you with me? You can even come to that ministration, that gathering. Okay, and then you live with headache. You live with something. When I was ministry, and I, and I looked at them, I looked at them, there is... The Holy Spirit told me, I said, there is, there is somebody here. They were doing faces. They were doing their face like this. If you see the way they are doing their face, I have refused, I have stopped looking at faces. I said, Holy Ghost, help me! In the name of Jesus, help me, help me. By fire! The lady was, that was doing like this, the fire is touching her. She is waiting now through her up. Boom! I said, bring her here. You demon, you will leave. So in that circumstance, it is the ministry gift. Are you with me? So I want to run through. The kind of ministration you employ in a given case is dependent on the prevailing circumstance and the peculiarity of the case. Are you with me? There are cases, for example, um, if he's, I hope you know that a pastor can be demonized. I've taught it before. And in those cases, if he's somebody that is prominent, there is no need, are you with me? Wisdom demands that if there is a way you can do it, you need to take the person out and take the person somewhere and begin to, are you with me? <clears throat> in those cases, I think the ministry of elders is more important, the presbytery. Hmm? I have seen it. This is the one I learned from my father's ministry from when we were small. In fact, in that place, one of the things they are taught is that anybody, including the leader himself, eh, can look at himself and notice that a lot of things is wrong with my life and I can't trace it. He himself, by humility, will submit himself to prayers and deliverance. Yes. But this time around, it's not the whole church. It's not elders. We round and then pray. Are you with me? So the circumstance, the peculiarity, and then there are some cases. Have you seen some demonic cases where the demon is? The person, the demoniac, is a representation of a territorial principality. You know, you know, there are levels of demon position. There, for example, the Gadaren is a territorial principality. But there are normal demons that they fought. You just rebuke them; they come. But those territorial principality, you will know that you are not just contending for somebody to be free. You are also contending for the soul of the territory. So most times. If you go to a meeting, hmm, for you to break through in that meeting, you have to encounter that person. Once the hand of God strikes that person, bam, the meeting will open. And then things will start happening. Things will start happening. If it doesn't happen, you will be very, very anointed. Eh? 
stand on the stage, do everything, nothing will happen. It was Eadeboe that said that he went to a meeting. And is he a meeting? I forgot him. Either him or Bishop said that three witches were in the meeting. And they stood, you know, they positioned themselves in such a way that they formed a triangle and they, they can send their heads, hedge the meeting. The man just came and called out, you know, the way you do word of knowledge. There are three witches in this place. Baba will expose them. <laughs> anyway, we might not get to that point. But um, ministry is done with authority. Yes. Ministry is done with authority. We have, haven't you seen some... That is even why some of you generation now, you don't like deliverance. You don't like... Because of what you saw about what they call deliverance before. People don't even want to hear it. That you don't want to hear it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That is what the apostolic brings. It brings balance. You cannot because of abuse now throw away something that is established in the scripture as a culture. What Jesus even gave as a commandment. Cast out devils. Freely you have received. Freely give. We know there is abuse. So when the apostolic comes it brings one order. And number two, it brings balance. This is their major job when it comes to. So we know the abuse. The abuse. Some of the time, there is a guy. He used to sleep with choir members. And I, when he finished sleeping with choir members, he now met one demonized person and said, "I bind you! I bind you!" The demon turned and said, "Even you!" Slapped him with backhand, and blood started coming out. The guy ran away. Since that day, he stopped doing deliverance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, that's part of the abuse. And that's part of the reason why people run away from deliverance ministry. Because the deliverance is, your success rate is dependent on who you are, self, beyond what you are doing. So there is a who that will come out and you have not even said anything to demons like Jesus. He just made the gather. The man ran to him and bowed down and worshipped him. What is he seeing? See, these things are spiritual realities. Are you with me? So, the first one is self-ministration. Self-ministration, you need to learn it because <clears throat> 70% of the cases that believers pass through can be handled by self-ministration. In the next 20 minutes, join me. It can be handled by self-ministration. Are you with me? <clears throat> Some of the things you go to people to do, you can do it yourself. Yes. Like that one you did. It's self-deliverance. In case you don't know, it's deliverance that you did for yourself. Meanwhile, some people don't know. And because they don't know, Satan take occasion. I will yet show you the practicality. Number one, you must learn self-deliverance. And if you will be able to learn self-deliverance, I've told you, your heart would have been trained in truth. 
so much so that you are filled with discernment. If anything goes wrong around your ecosystem, spiritual ecosystem, you'll be fast to know that an evil spirit has invaded your space. Are you with me? Anyway, if you don't know, he can proliferate and stay for long. And the more he stays, the more his work is. I hope you know. If you have, have you ever dealt with a, a, case, a mad person? You have not. You need to. <laughs> People run away. If you, if you don't know the Jesus that died, there are some cases you should run away from. There are many ministries that you can do, living anyhow. One of them is not deliverance ministry. Yes, there are many ministries you can do. Telling people whatever, doing whatever you want. Living a life of fornication, immorality, all kinds of things. Lying, quoting Bible without Jesus being inside of you. All kinds of things that you are doing, not deliverance. The demons don't respond to your shouts. They don't respond to quoting too many scriptures. They respond to reality. Yes. Such that you can see a demonized person and do, and the demon leaves. I want to ask you what is Sometimes you can even look at the demon. In fact, I reached a point I will tell the demons, I know you know me. Don't they know me? They know me, my friend. They know me. I know you know me. I'm telling you to go. And the demon will go. Try it. No, I'm telling you to try it that you should be doing it. That's what I'm saying. In case it didn't happen, you should go back and find out why it did not happen. Not to stop, but find out why it didn't work. And then rectify the matter. Because it is your reality, your experience as, as a son in the house. So if it didn't happen, then it is not the fault of God. It is something that you didn't take care of. Once you get the keys right, it always happens. It always happens. It always, always. Have you cast out devils before? You have. Some of the prayer you are doing, I will show you. Some of the prayer you are doing is devil you are casting. There are times impure thoughts started coming to you. Impure thoughts. Impure thoughts. You now went to tongues. Shakopakaba prayed. The question you ask yourself is, who originated the thought? The thought is not coming from you. The, where is it now coming from? Since the thought is not your own, who brought the thought? It is the activity of demons. When you now prayed, you were delivered from it. I will still show you. So, the, number one is self-deliverance. You must learn it. Eh? For example, when, when sickness comes to your body, I hope you know that healing is a form of deliverance. I've told you people that there are three layers. The spirit, soulish, and the body. It's a form of deliverance. Sometimes demons will try to put sickness in your body. Refuse it. Pastor's number might not be going. As you are calling pastor, you don't even know his own state. It might be that they chased him from his house. And his wife just finished dragging his chest and saying, Children's school fees. And you say, Pastor, I'm sick. The man is disorganized. Because he can't say no to you, he will now say, I rebuke you, Spirit, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And nothing happened. You will now tell people, I called Pastor. 
and nothing happened. I called this man of God, nothing happened. You will not list seven people that prayed that nothing happened. Your problem is that you, you, don't know, you refuse to learn how to bring deliverance for yourself and for your family. See, for a believer that is accurate, that is, that has, is sincere with his work with God, before Satan will invade your space, you will, you will have a sign. There is no way you won't have a sign. In fact, most times you have many signs. It is as a result of the fact that you ignore the signs repeatedly that allow Satan to now have his way. Eh? Before Satan will have his way, he will come. He will disobey God's instruction before he will now have a foothold and hold you strong. I'm telling you. Sometimes you might not really know what is happening, but you will now, by 2 a.m. in the night, suddenly sleep will clear from your eyes. 2 a.m. Meanwhile, your prayer time is 3 a.m. But 2 a.m., what happened? Sleep left. And you now say, my prayer time has not come. It's not as if I won't wake up. I know. I will keep my prayer. You are wiser than God. Hmm. He has seen something. And he knows that simple obedience would have dealt with the case. I speak from personal experience. By the time you are now waking up by your tree, by your own tree, business has finished. Let me run fast. Number two is um, the presbytery, elders. In fact, this is the easiest way. This is normally the way it is done. If it's, I will advise if the people have not yet been experienced in these things, it is better don't go alone. What did I say? Don't go alone. Yes. Because these are demons. And one of the ways they work is that they can work with fear, thoughts, a lot of things. There are demons you want to cast and the demon will say, Wah! and then be violent. And even you, you will You have not seen violently possessed people. You will be saying fire. The thing is getting worse. You will be wondering whether it's come out and fire. I bind you that is causing the thing. Let me stop. And when you stop, the thing will reduce. You will now tell the person you are, you are now delivered. It's a lie. It's not delivered. The thing, the thing is this. is the violence. You don't want them to, to touch you. Like See the way you have carved your hair like Pastor Chris. You don't, you don't, you don't need anything to touch. Mm. Are you sure they will not send you away from that? Because this sort of thing I'm teaching you is the type of ministry that gets your hand dirty. That's why many people are not in it. Yes. When people like Derek Prince started teaching it, they, they stopped inviting him to come and minister. It took Kenehagin a lot to begin to teach on, on demons and deliverance. He took a lot of encounter with Jesus to convince him. Even at that, he still taught it a lot. You know, he taught it to, to a point that if you are not careful, you will think he's intellectual. So people began to teach it as the word, as the scripture. You know, deliverance is, you know, another. Mm. The man you are teaching his experience as simple lecture had a lot of proof to litter his ministry. 
So this is what you do. When you see some cases, especially violent and all kinds of... And maybe you try it. It's not working. Only you. Call two or three or four people. What? Gather around that person. And the, I did this a lot. Especially when I was doing youth service. I had a few people that are strong. We gather every case. We will be able to handle it. Elders. Elders, as you have found out, is not about age. It's about somebody having what it takes to succor, bring solution to things. They are very old, foolish people. Yes. In fact, they are part of the challenge we have in this nation. They are old people, but they are part of your challenge. The, way they, the advice they give you is a proof. Somebody said that the father met him. I'm not saying the father is... I'm just giving an example. The father met him. Every day he will be praying. Every day he will be praying. Every day he will be praying. The father told him, let me give you advice. Anybody that prays like this always becomes poor. It's only poor people that what? Pray like this. I've not told you that. My father didn't tell me like that, but he told me in a different way. They must have told you. Maybe not like this. But if you have prayed well, they will tell you. There is one I fasted for nine days. I was, I was, I was fasting, fasting. I was going, praying, praying. My father said, my son, you are, you are a very intelligent child. The first time he said it in his life. He said, you are a very intelligent child. Go and bring your CV, three. Let me pray on it. You will get job. It was fasting and prayer. How did we switch Rem? He is pitying you. This way you are praying. You will be useless to them. I'm telling you what they are thinking. This way you are praying. In the night you are praying. In the you are praying. Every evening you say you want to go. You say you want to go to program. Turn away from monitor. What is this thing you are doing? Instead of you to enter into main market and hustle. Your father will look at you and say, This way this lady is going. She is lost. Let's help her. In her mind, in his mind, you are what? Don't take such advice. He is not from an elder. Anyway, he can be elder according to men's rating. But this eldership I'm talking about is spiritual eldership. It is people that has dealt with life long enough that they have experiences as a result of that process that they have been passed through. So they can bring solution. Are you with me? They can bring solution. Somebody can bring solution. Why are you involving him? He doesn't have experience. So why are you involving him? Remember, this is spiritual experience. He doesn't have encounter. He has not interacted with truth. He has not he doesn't have anything with God. And you are involving him simply because he said he's born for thirty years. And so is it by the years? Find a few of them. And there are some cases you might even find yourself in some villages 
Have you done your rugged? You can find yourself in, the the key to the success that NCC have had is that they do team teamwork. They never allow one person to be going. Send a team. There are terrible cases we saw during NCCM. I've never dreamed that we'll handle such cases. But because of the way we came in teams, eh? me, I know that this person has my back. This person knows that this person has. All of us, we go, we know that all of us can be defeated at the same time. To defeat us is to defeat the whole of NCCF. And to defeat the... There is a covenant back in that thing. It's one of... The covenant that backs NCCF is... Is the strongest covenant in this nation. Everything that will prosper in this nation is linked to that covenant. Yes. That is one of the only institutions that has root in all the states of this nation. Freely. If you go there, if things are done well, you will see what it means for something to be... They are a typical example of the church of Jesus. It's not denominational. When you come there, you abandon your denomination. Individualism dies. That's one of the first things the Holy Ghost deals with. I speak from experience. When I entered family house, I was an anointed man. Oh! In campus those days, if I enter like this, people are falling under power. But when I entered, individualism have to what? Die. Anyway, that's another point. The third one is um, the local assembly. This one happens, especially in prophetic ministries like this. From the one I grew up, for example. It happens most of the time. Somebody can be sick or afflicted. And then the man of God will say, let's raise prayer for that person. Is it not true? What are you doing when you do that? Is corporate deliverance that you are administering in that case. Eh? Yes. Sometimes it is needed that the local assembly will be the ones to minister. There is a, a testimony that John Gile gave when he was in South Africa. I've said it here before. A woman was mad all the way in is it Scotland or Ireland. She's even in an asylum. So one day they came to a meeting like this and they were praying, 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 praying. When they prayed to a point, suddenly, John said that as he knelt down and he was praying, he saw shafts of light coming from every person in that assembly and coming to his direction. He continued praying, praying. The light hit him. As soon as the light hit him, he jumped out of his body. And then he saw he was still kneeling down, but he saw himself ascend up high and then was moving. He said he saw himself move above the coastline of South Africa. Continue moving, moved over the Mediterranean. Continue moving. Saw himself in the coastline of UK. Landed in that asylum. Entered, passed through. Entered to the room that that lady was. Touched her head and said, You are free. The lady recognized a physical person. Three weeks later, they sent him a letter in South Africa that he came to England. He said, how now? And said, meanwhile, are you with me? It is the local assembly that prayed. And the energy that was there 
took the man and went and brought deliverance for another person. Are you with me now? So it is a convergence of energy that is needed to administer deliverance in this case. And this thing is always good. This is a best model to take, especially if the person in context, the case in context is not physically present. Are you with me? The last one, which is the most common one, which is what people think is the only way, is ministry gifts. Like an evangelist, a pastor, a prophet, whatever, whatever. In fact, for in what they call prophets, for you to qualify to be a prophet, you must be involved in deliverance. That is what they call the prophetic ministry. If you have word of knowledge, you are now a prophet. Is it true? How can word of knowledge qualify you to be a prophet? But that's that's man of God prophesied to me. <laughs> word of knowledge does not qualify anybody. You see, one of the people that explains spiritual gifts, the, the, he is not is not foolproof, but he tried a lot. Was Kenehagen. And one of the things he said, comparing spiritual uh, ministry gifts and spiritual gifts. What is ministry gift? I'm assuming everybody knows. What is ministry gift? Just name one. Uh, you, might, you won't be able to explain it, but just name one. You failed. Ministry gift. Name one. Huh? You failed. Ministry gift. <laughs> Name one. You failed. Ministry gift. Name one. You failed. Ministry gift. Name one. You failed. Ministry gift. Name one. Huh? 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 Let's clap for him. Clap for him. I said ministry gift. I didn't say spiritual gift. What did I say? Ministry gift, no spiritual gift. Thank God I went back. I've I've been assuming. I know you know, but you don't know the name. And since you don't know the name, you don't know it. Somebody can come somewhere and confuse you. Something you know. You have not been on social media. These people can, they can turn something you know like this, like this, like this. You don't know it again. And it is simply because they know terminologies and you don't know. It's terminologies they know. They, you, you have the reality, but they know the terminologies. So they confuse you. In our language, they will now use fake knife and collect the good knife you have. Simply because you don't know 
definition of terms. There are five ministry gifts according to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. There is no need to write it now. Eh? The prophet, pastor, apostle, and all that. Even though you can extend it, it can be more. But this is the one we saw in one place. That's not my point. My point is there are also spiritual gifts. So, and the spiritual gifts is the one you know, the nine of them. The one you are now mentioning, utterance gifts, revelational gifts, power gifts, and all that. Kenny Hagin now, this is why I went there. Kenny Hagin now said, for you to be a prophet, you must at least have two of the revelational gifts. Are you with me? But that you have two revelational gifts does not automatically mean that you are a prophet. But when one is a prophet, he should have two of the revelational gifts. What are the three revelational gifts? Uh-huh. It's not discernment. It's not spirit of discernment. Huh? Not discernment of spirit. Discerning of spirit. You might think all of them are the same, but when you go out and say, I'm helping you. When you go out and say this thing, technical error, technical error, technical error. All of us here, as you said it, me, I know what you mean. But you are not correct outside. Because discernment is not as a result of gift. Discernment is as a result of truth. But discerning of spirit is as a result of gift. Are you with me? So what is the second one? So you should at least have two of these to be in the but meanwhile the office is known by authority, not by gift. What did I say? The office is known by authority. And the proof of your authority is the grace that you have. Paul said, God gave me grace and apostleship. So he's trying to say that the proof of my apostleship is what? grace that I have. So ministry gift is the one you know. Your pastor come and, and in fact that's the one we know. You wait for deliver as you will know it will happen today. Huh? You will see deliverance is and you know Part of the reason why we needed to teach these things is that the things you, you emphasize, eh? you see the result. If you don't emphasize it, you won't see it. It is true. It is true. It is true. Don't just assume that people know. They don't just that. If you assume, nothing will happen. You have to teach people, pass them through it, and then confirm them by those series of exposure that actually they have been free from everything. At least they know how to keep themselves free. If there is anything you learn, even if you don't know, even if you, you have not been on the field to cast devils or not, at least you know how to keep yourself what? Free. And at least you know how to discern demonic presence. You can easily know when 
demon is operating through somebody. How did Jesus know? You think all the time in spiritual gifts. Jesus tries as much as possible not to use spiritual gifts. As much as possible. As much as possible, he functions with the believers, with the believers' um, uh, um, authority, with the reality of life that is in him. All he does is to reinforce that life. For example, you say, I want to be healed. You say, by your faith, let it be done to you. You need to know that that is not the only way to be healed. Because you can meet somebody that needs healing. There are some people, if you say, by your faith, let it be done to you, nothing will happen. I hope you know. Because they don't have the faith to be healed. Is that enough reason not to minister healing? No. If the person doesn't have faith, you should have faith for the two of you. What is important is that in the transaction there must be faith. How to minister deliverance? One prayer. One prayer. One prayer. One prayer. One prayer. I think it is common knowledge that prayer is the means to bring deliverance. It's common knowledge. So when you see demonic issues, demonic uh, manifestation, demonic presence, the next thing that it should lead you to is what? Say prayer. You begin to take authority over those demonic manifestations in the place of prayer. I remember when I came back from from DMGS, I think in my SS1 for monitor, I was a wild boy. But when I went to DMGS, I, I was still one of the best by behavior and character. But when I came back, it was obvious that something has been distorted. It's just like sending your young boy to Abba, and he stayed there. I was here. I watched something of my friend Wastam Satos. And there are some places he called that are, but you can't grow up in that place and be the same. After some time at Onita, I learned how to wear white slippers. Mutake is about treasure. I learned treasure. And then I learned the steps. Ah. And then I learned the language. Oh my God. I, I was going. <laughs> Until I came back that time. As soon as my mother saw me in the gate, she said, whatever you came with. How she knew I came back with something is what I don't know. But she knew that what? I came back with something. It just took overnight. There are many cargoes and baggages that most of us came back from from school. Once you come back, my mother will do detoxification through prayer. It is not in my house. That is her language. <laughs> not in my house. Satan can be operating when I'm operating. There is only one king and lord. One master. There are no two masters in a boat. 
That's too high. He wants me to fly, Abby. <laughs> no, we'll fly. Hey. What is the use of wings when you don't fly? What is the use of wings? Sometimes you, you need to stretch it. It is then that you even know how powerful you are. You, you still undermine the, the possibilities of the life that is in you. You only know that when you begin to fly. You fly. The higher you fly, ah, you say, wow. Your language, when you fly, there is a place you fly in this way. You say, wow. Come back, come back. Let's finish our lecture. Come back, come back. Now, the first point is prayer. But there are some cases, according to um, the scripture, is it not the book of Luke? Jesus met his disciples. He came back from the mountain and he met them. A child was taken with uh, epilepsy. And the, the disciples have been casting some demons and they made that one and, and jumped out bring her here bring her here bring her here and they say i bind you 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 and then after two hours nothing happened the testimony that the man gave to jesus was shameful he said i brought him to your disciples and they couldn't cast him out jesus himself was ashamed on their behalf that he is ashamed for himself that somebody that called himself his disciple cannot deal with a matter like this. I tell you, if you leave my if you leave my discipleship and you can't handle the cases of deliverance, I don't know who trained you. That is why I'm doing this. You are implicated by these teachings. So that when you see cases like this, you will know that this is the reason for the equipping that you received. So that when circumstances like this present themselves, you say, bring him here. I'm here now. And when they brought him, Jesus said, You spirit, leave him. And they now asked him, Why can't we do this? I thought you said you have given us all power over demons and all those things. Why can't we what? Do this. And he said, That this kind, say this kind. So there is such a thing as this kind. This kind cannot go. He said by prayer and fasting. Haven't you noticed that there are persisting demonic oppressions in your life, in your family, that has refused to give way? It, and it will continue like that. You are prayed, though, but it will continue until you decide to add fast to prayer. Meanwhile, notice one thing. That Jesus did not go, and, go to fast and pray. What does this suggest? That fasting and prayer is his lifestyle. Fasting and prayer is apostolic culture. Is why do people seek apostolic results without giving giving attention to apostolic culture? They fasted much. They prayed much. They did it is a lifestyle. Where was Jesus coming from? 
It's possible the time he met him, he is eating. You say, ah, this man, he just finished eating. And then he casted devil. And then you went and loaded yourself. Morning, afternoon, night. As the demon came, you did... <clears throat> and then you want to cast him. It is people like you that you will say, even you. Even you. May demons not say even you. Even you. So, Jesus was given to a culture of prayer and fasting. And that has trained his spirit and imparted him with the dimension of faith that it takes to administer deliverance in that particular matter. Because he said that the challenge is your own belief. But he now said this kind. So whatever it is that happens in that fasting and prayer deals with the unbelief. Because it was the unbelief that made them unable to deal with that matter. Are you with me? So prayer and fasting deals with the unbelief that made them unable to deal with that matter. Are you with me? So in prayer and fasting, sometimes there is an impartation of supernatural faith. Then you meet those demons. You say, hey, come out. In the name of Jesus Christ, Son of God. I bind you. I stop your works and maneuver. Then demons will begin to come out. What is in the voice of a man? Except for the fact that you came to a place where you beheld the glory face to face. And the reality of impossibility that is in that life was imparted to your soul. Then you saw the same thing you ran away from. Suddenly it became like ants before you. It is in that place that Jesus said, You can call this mountain, go yonder, and it will go. What happened to the man? Whatever happens to you in the place of fasting and prayer, let it happen to you. So that when you come out, you will be a different kind of man that can deal with different kinds of spirits. Be that man. Be that man that will deal with issues that people are. When you get to the point that we cannot control it, then we take advantage of the thunderbolt that will come from heaven. Oh! It will strike in families, strike in lives, strike in places strange, high, low, even in the depth of the deep, where demons, hordes of devils hide, where darkness, witches have made their covenant and their lying place. They have kept this siege, thinking that they are cap- the, the people that are captives to them. But the scripture says that even the prey of the mighty shall be taken away from him. Even if he's the lawful captives, there is something I need to teach you. Sometimes you don't. I, 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 I might have to teach you the practical about deliverance. And one of the things I will tell you is that if there are legal restrictions, you need to. T- but I needed. I need to tell you something. That even if he's a lawful captive, you have the power of attorney. You need to know how the blood works. The blood works in such a way that he assumes that every other thing has been paid for. It can be administered to any circumstance. And when it comes on the scene, no matter what the person says is being owed, he's already satisfied. 
the claims of divine justice is being satisfied as soon as the blood appears and then the hold of devils and demons will begin to break because no matter what Satan says is owing the blood has paid more than is sufficient Ah. When you are here, when you are here, Jesus will visit your family today. Today, He will visit your family. Both the people here present and the people following us online, there is no distance in the realm of the spirit. I have seen a demonic case, somebody that has been mad for many days. I was at, I was at Makodi. We just finished night prayers in Apostle's house. And then I came out in the evening. They called me and said that this lady is going out. She is, she is losing control. I said, put her on the phone. That's your... Any time you hear it, don't postpone it. What do you say? Put the person on the phone. There's nothing... Anything that can happen face to face. In fact, sometimes some things happen faster on the phone. Because there are issues you will see face to face and your faith will go down. But on the phone, you don't care because you are not seeing it. The eye gate is not functional. The most powerful in absorbing realities is, is the eye gate. It's even more powerful than the ear gate. What you see enters your mind as a virtual reality. So that you can even forget it. But that picture stays inside there. Number three is confessions and affirmations. This is very, very important if the case is a believer's matter. If the person is already born again. Eh? Like that is what you used. Confirma- uh, confessions and what? Affirmations. For example, you notice that Satan struck you with the arrow of sickness. What do you, what do you start doing? You start confessing. Confessing. Confessing your health. Confessing your healing. That thing you are doing is what? Is deliverance session. Is you that doesn't know. I can't be sick. <laughs> I have the life of God in me. I can't be sick. I can't be sick. I can't. You pray. Something will well up. He said that is it. That is the life. The sickness is already going. This life and this sickness cannot stay together. is confession the reason why is confessions for two reasons confessions and affirmations works the most if you are a believer one and for the fact that the material with which you are working with is already an established spiritual fact say spiritual fact for example healing is a spiritual fact as we have touched it salvation is a spiritual fact forgiveness is a spiritual fact that somebody has not received forgiveness is because he has not done anything about it it has been paid for healing has been paid for this bible said that by his stripes ye we are healed the healing is not now it has happened so when somebody is sick is for whatever reason we can continue analyzing the reason but one of it is not that jesus is going to still do anything about it so 
basically what you do about issues or um, things that is already spiritual fact is that you are fame and confess them are you with me you are fame and confess them you notice that some demonic spirit is trying to infest your your mind come into your body you, you say no i am the temple of the holy spirit i am the temple of the holy ghost i am the temple of the holy ghost the holy spirit and another spirit cannot cohabit at the same time you notice that satan is messing up your mind say i have the mind of christ i have i have that is your is a fact that somehow is not manifesting that's why you are affirming it that's why you are confessing it let me tell you especially when the influx of that demonic activity is coming like a thought say like a thought we fight thought with confessions we don't fight thought with thought we fight thought with what confession Number five, laying offense. This is the most common. I'm not sure I should say anything much about it. I, when I continued in this deliverance ministry to a point, the Holy Spirit called me and told me, let me show you what you will do. That thing he, he you know, he, Jesus taught Kenny Hagin something. He told him there is a way you hold your hand in the healing ministry. And we know that the issue of healing is not just an issue of normal healing. That there is a demonic activity that is causing that sickness. God taught me. He said that if you are not sure, I have told you people before that there is a place you put your hand on that person. Sometimes when you command the demon to command, command, command it, it seems as if nothing happened. What do you do? Make contact. Make contact. Make contact. Make contact. There is one I went on a crusade. I know that this, this, this person, I commanded, commanded nothing. I made contact. Touch the person like this. Touch the person like this. The person that was like you, like this. Now started manifesting. The face now changed. Now started hissing like serpent. I said, I know you. As soon as I said, I know you. I don't know what is this about. I, I think you should try that language too. I know. Once you notice the demon and he's trying to hide, he said, say, I know you. Once you say, I know you, they don't like it. They, they, they want to, they operate in stilts and hiding with deceit. They don't want to be known. Once you identify them, ay, 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 ay. that is why some people believe that demons don't come out until they manifest it is when they manifest there are people you never know what is wrong even you, you never know anything is wrong with you I've told you people Apostle Selman said that he met a pastor that is casting demon mothers and he was telling as soon as he was telling the man of God what is his initial, from experience he knows that this, this man is demonized he now said he didn't want to say much he now said can we pray you know the way he does that guy can can humbly tell you the truth he will fire you till he will tell you everything you know, 
And you will be happy that he even, in my own opinion, sometimes he insults you in a good way. There is one I listened to. He said that with all due respect, <laughs> with all due respect, I'm not, see, I, I love the body of Christ. I'm not trying, it's with sincerity. I feel what you are passing through. And I want you to go. I want you to have the best of God. But you cannot climb down from first class flight and climb Okada. It means your level has not reached there. My brother, what is it? Is there a bigger way, better way to tell you? Are you with me? So he told the pastor, come. As soon as he touched the pastor, pastor started manifesting. He commanded the demons to come. And even pastor himself was shocked. I was listening to my father in the Lord. And he was talking on this demonic sometime this year. And he said, a pastor and a wife came to visit him. As he was talking to them, talking to them, talking to them. Suddenly, the wife that... If you see the way the wife dressed. You know, there is this cap that women in ministry used to wear these days. Do you have it? Do you have it? <laughs> you have it? you have that cap. I'm not saying follow me. I'm not saying the cap is bad. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. The cap is actually nice. Is it not true? But this is my point. The woman of God was beside the husband and as apostle was talking to them. Suddenly the woman scatters it. Scatters it. Scatters it. <laughs> Started doing like this. Being like this, being like this, apostle said, Come out. Pastor was looking at his wife like this. <laughs> the sixth one, which is where I will stop, is exposure to the presence of God. Now, I know people say that demons can stay in the presence of God, and there is something you need to understand about the presence and the anointing. It is intelligent, say intelligent. Yes. The anointing is intelligent such that I can turn my back now and do impartation for somebody that is there. It will not miss the person. The reason is because whatever I'm doing is what say intelligent. It will not miss the person you are sending it to and go to another person. There is too much intelligence in the realm of the spirit. It's people, even people take advantage of that intelligence. They, they have not bothered to check what they are doing. You will stay here and be praying for your father in the village. And something is happening. By what means does it happen? Is it not intelligence? Why, did he miss, why didn't he miss everybody and went to the person that you are talking about? It is super intelligence that is at work. Such that when you raise prayer... For somebody that is abroad, the prayer will leave all the millions of people in that city and find and locate the person you are looking for. That means there is a super intelligence at work that makes sure that the impact of what you send located the person that you are looking for and dealt with issue. The presence is intelligent. So sometimes you come to the presence like this and there is corrosive fire. That is embedded in the presence. Have you read the division of, of Ezekiel? He said, I saw fire 
I saw the glory of God coming and there was fire unfolding in it. He said, I saw the one that was seated upon the throne. He said that his feet were shown like, like burial. The burial is the, the shape of fire. The one that burns in the thick of the furnace. There is a color that he has. Eh? That type of presence, when you carry it into a meeting, like a customized one, you, you carry it in. Ah. You look up to the heavens. When you are here, and then things begin to happen as a result of that thing that was brought into the meeting. It was it was a cargo that was imported from the heavenly realm, and the content of that cargo <laughs> cannot live in the same space with demonic spirits. It's only one that have to stay. So when you introduce it into the atmosphere. It will begin to locate some certain demons. Are you with me? So when somebody that is demonized finds his or herself in that atmosphere, something will begin to happen to him. He, he can't stand it. And as the fire is increasing, the demon will be exposed. He will cry out. The presence is intelligent. You can and you can incubate what you want to see inside it, especially when you are the one that is hosting God. Eh? Have you done a program and you are the host? What does it mean to be the host? <laughs> you are the host. <laughs> you are the hotspot. You produce the hotspot. People are connecting through Wi-Fi. They spoke about Katinkuman. They said if she arrives in this city, healing will be happening in every church in this city. The woman is a hotspot for healing. Her appearance in a city determines what will begin to happen. It doesn't matter if you have walked in the healing anointing before or not. A hotspot arrived in the city. It was my friend that spoke about the man of God. He said that, that those men are routers. They are routers. When they appear, many things begin to happen just because they appeared. My father in the Lord said that, I think I've read it too. An intercessor was praying, 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 praying. In a city. Oh God, let your light shine. Oh God. I need to tell you what you don't know. Sometimes when you intercede for a territory for long, one of the ways that God answers it is to send a man. Because men carry what some of the prayer you are praying is the answer is is in a man's daily life. So God will say, I have heard your cry. Oh Israel, I have heard your cry. And we thought, He said, I will even come down. Only for us to see Moses. So Moses is God coming down. Men that carry the presence. They are mobile altars. Transmitters of heavenly realities. Bringing the effulgence of heaven. Making heaven as if it's, making earth as if it's heaven. They reconfigure the atmosphere by their presence. 
angels heavenly realities begin to find expression in that realm simply because a man appeared <laughs> a man can appear in eternity and, and the ministry of Gabriel and Michael will be summoned because of the human being's presence meanwhile a whole church in that territory is praying and they cannot summon their presence but a man appeared a man these are men that have learned how to host the presence of God when they bring it into a, a meeting like this many things will become possible some of the time all they need to do is to lift up their voice and sing and sing and then things will begin to happen or they will say pray and say, sometimes they will begin to talk as they are talking the presence of God will be sapping into the atmosphere something will be happening to you sometimes your heart will burn because you heard a man what is in your voice it is because those men have touched places that human beings are not allowed to touch they were clothed with immortality and they entered that place if you if they come back from that place some of the time they'll be very weak and tired because they traded that that is not a place you should stay with this your body for too long your body can't carry it Lester Somra now entered that city. And a light shined. And the man said, God has answered my prayer. I'm a mighty intercessor. God called him and said, No, it's not your prayer. It's my son. Say, My son. Be that son. Be that son. That's that my target. Too. And that's the target of what we are doing raising sons. That is why our major conference is called Sonship Conference. Ranking men. Men of stature. That can hold down territories for God. Are you with me? God knows that you are in that city. A time came when Paul preached and he needed God to him, No, no, no. I have many men in this city. God knows cities that he has many. Put yourself in the number. Put yourself in the number. Be among the ranking men. How can we do these things without telling Abraham? They are doing meeting. They said, this meeting is not over until you are put mouth. We can't summarize the meeting until you have put you have added your own your own view. Abraham now arrived and said, What if we find ten people? A meeting that has been concluded in heaven. <laughs> meeting has been concluded, and they sent emissaries to come and investigate so that response will be sent. But when they arrived, they now said, ah, let, let's, let's ask Victor his opinion. Eh? When they now came, Victor, matter that has been closed, by stature, a man opened the matter and said, what if we find 10 people with that man? Because of you, there is no matter that is closed. That is the target of God in our generation. We know that our age is filled with iniquity. There are many things happening in this nation. But for the sake of righteous, the righteous ranking men, God can still meet them and ask them, what is your opinion about Nigeria? Should we round up? And we say, ah, what, Lord, we can still find a hundred more souls. We can still find a million more souls, oh God. Ten million people burning for Jesus. We can still see them. Because of that, we ask you that you stay your hand.
have 10 more minutes. Or rather 5 before we pray. I need to touch something because this is the last day. And then you pray. Today you pray for your family. When your brother refuses to follow Jesus, something is causing it. The Bible says, the God of this world that has blinded them so that the light of the gospel will not shine to them. Who blinded them? Something is happening, you don't know. You know when this guy came here? I know when he came. Now he is a man of God. <laughs> I saw him just he bounced in like this. I said, Wow, that this is not one of the people we are looking for. It's not by the pious and sanctimonious look. When he came, what was in the atmosphere was too strong. It carried him like water. You can't come here and be the same. Oh no, you can't deny. That is our intent. That the thing we carry anybody. No matter how much you have climbed in, if you come here, you will know that there is a river that can carry you. If not, you won't be coming every day. Because you know that every single day you come, we, we, are you with me? We sang it during this thing. Holy Ghost. So there are peculiar cases when a person does not want to be free. What do you do? Have you seen those cases? Uh, we have met it a few times. The person doesn't want to be free. What do you do? Leave the person off. No, no, no. You don't force people against their will. Some people like the demon possessing them. The truth is that sometimes you can go ahead and cast the demon. And then what happened to Paul and Silas will happen to you. What happened to Paul and Silas? Please <laughs> Somebody is making money. This my friend went to clear deaf and dumb. You know these people that beg on the road. And I say, hey, hey, you, come, come, come. Let me pray for you. Is he deaf or dumb? Blind. He, say, he called the blind person and said, do you want to see? Wait. The person, the answer. He now turned to the person, because they are holding hands. He turned to the back and said, he asked you do you want to see that person he asked turn and ask the other one he said do you want to see the other person asked the other person he said do you want to see that's how they all ask themselves do you want to see my brother some of them are making 20 50,000 in a day will you give them it's business my friend they are making your salary in one day don't know anything. They will leave your source of income. Or one foolish man of God that wants to deliver. <laughs> In those cases, leave their demon for them. Kenny Hagin said that he saw a case. That God showed him a woman that is a pastor's wife. That the woman, you must have heard the story. That the woman was so beautiful and then married a pastor. After some seasons, he went to the mirror to look at herself and did like this. How do you, how do, you do it? 
and then turned and did like this. And the demon told her, look at how beautiful you are. And you are wasting as a pastor's wife. The woman said, I bind you in Jesus' name. And the demon left. But because there is a desire inside, the demon came back again. And told her, haven't you noticed? Your husband doesn't have plans of taking care of you. You can do better in this life. You can have a better life. So he thought about it for some minutes. He said, I bind you, I bind you, I bind you, I bind you, I bind you. But I bind you is not strong. But the demon finally left. The demon came back again. He said, You can't end like this. A beauty like you. You can walk through Hollywood, the Broadway. Look at you. How fresh you are. Say how fresh. Elegant. Mm. This time around, she accepted it. And the demon began to walk. She now went into alcoholism, prostitution, everything. The husband tried every means to recover the wife, couldn't. So Kenehegin now met. And then God opened his eyes. When he showed him all this thing, he asked God, Should I deliver the woman? God said, No. That I'm showing you how a demon can enter a believer. And I have taught you people that the only way a demon can enter a believer is what? A foothold. And those foothold in this case is the pride. The pride of life. Are you with me? Okay. When ministering is taking too much time, what do you do? Have you not noticed? How many of you have been on the field? And ministry, you are trying to deliver it and it's taking too much time. What do you do? What do you do? This is where there is need for a peculiar ministration if you notice that deliverance is taking too much time either you hand over the ministration to a team another team or you bring the person to maybe a place like this so that he will hear the word are you with me when the person hears the word the one we are preaching like it will soften the ground so what you do is that you find means to soften the ground one and two you seek for extra help sometimes if you want to do it alone it might take you three hours but if you had help it might just be 30 minutes depending on the level of demonic position sometimes as much as 100 demons is in one person sometimes as much as 30 and you need to get all of them out so maybe you went on a crusade ground are you with me and then when you you barked and then they started manifesting you need help else you will stay there sometimes there is one we went to now we continue doing deliverance till 3 in the morning and we have another meeting I'm going to Enugu by 6am that day so you see that you seek for help bring the person and soften their heart eh? and then find a team that can also help you are you with me these are peculiar cases when a demoniac, for example, when a demoniac is violent, I will advise you from experience to protect yourself. Huh? Yes. There are some. The demon is going out, but it will intentionally hurt you. Have you not seen it? You will cast out the demon. It will do, it will do like this, and then hit you. 
buy. You have not heard Apostle Romain's story. You have not heard the story. As the demon was the, was coming like this, you know, there is a apostle was he was doing it like this. The usher has disappeared. I have seen that one too. We are delivering an evangelist. And then all the pastors they ran away. It was only remaining me and my mother. I touched the man like this. His body was growing cold. The demonic presence I felt. Have you felt the presence of God like a wind? We felt the, I felt the demonic presence like a wind. In those cases, what? Protect yourself. Especially if you have not grown to a certain level of authority. There is a level of authority you can grow to. Demons literally can't come close to you. If they come close, it's to bow. I have, I have seen it. I have seen demonia. They came to me and bowed. I know you don't believe it. You don't believe it. So let me leave you. I was listening to Dr. Paul Nature's message when I was in campus. And he spoke about how three mad people came to his car and bowed and we are delivered. His car did deliverance to mad people. I cried for my life. I said, what is this? Car is doing deliverance. And you, you are doing out, 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 out. When will you be tired of out and carry raw authority? Make your job easy. If your weapons are, if, if your tools are not sharp, you will waste five years doing a job that can be done in five minutes. Spend time with God and then your tools will be sharp. Sometimes it takes one cut. I bind you, spirit, and I charge you in the name of Jesus. Take your hands off. And the demon will start crying. He start crying. Sometimes also, if you notice that the case is serious, you might have to leave the ministration for a while and climb up in the spirit very high. There is a place you can climb. Then you now know it's time. Apostle said he was ministering one day. And God has shown him a vision of what he wants to do. But he, was, he didn't do it. He was ministering. Until he now climbed high. And then he saw... He said he saw the serpent from the Benue River and he now caught the head of the serpent. Somebody started manifesting in the meeting. Anyway, those days I heard it first time when I was doing youth service. I said, Hey, what is this? But over the time, I have seen it happen too many times. Yes. God called me one time and told me that He has given me authority over serpent. So, you know what happened in that meeting? My sister brought news to me now. That the horde of serpents, eh, they didn't know, they said they didn't know I'm the one coming for the meeting. That's why in that night, I, we started fire, all of them ran out. We went and caught them and brought them back. 
Now let me give you three prescribed deliverance models. I'm not saying you must do the but I'm, I'm giving you a model that you use and it will work. Number one, diagnose the case and the spirit. What? Diagnose the case and the spirit. If it is possible, know the spirit that is at work. It will make your work easy. You will know how to engage and how to tackle the matter. Eh? Also, diagnose the case. I have told you, somebody that is suffering from the spirit of addiction, masturbation, alcoholism, whatever, came and met you. You need to know how long that person has stayed in that hole. There are people that just, the thing has, is just about three, four months, six months. But there are people that are practitioners. They have obtained master's degree in masturbation and pornography. They have been in the business for seven, eight, nine years. Once the person has crossed five years, huh? he's a professional. If he has reached seven years, he is pro max. Hmm? You know, there is pro, then there is pro max from seven. And you don't handle them the same. You need to diagnose the issue. The person is not just the. At six months, he's just disturbed by a spirit. You can just cast out the spirit, give him counseling, give him tape to listen, and he will come back. But if he's seven years, my brother, you have work. You, you have work. You have discipleship work. Sometimes you have to disciple the person for one good year, non-stop. So, diagnose one. Number two, deal with legal hitches if there is any. There are cases where somebody has to bring repentance. For example, when somebody committed abortion. Are you with me? He killed. You killed. You know, some of those cases, they gave somebody to come and serve you as, as you know, this apprentice chief. If you see what have, if you see cases have dealt with, somebody came to serve you to learn business from your hand. You now use the person to do sacrifice. You have to bring repentance and bring restitution. What did I say? Repentance and what? Restitution. So, if there is a legal hitch, you should remove it. Number three, finally, is generally or specifically command the spirit to live in the name of Jesus. You what? Command the spirit. I'm here to see a spirit that hears the name of Jesus and don't succumb. Sometimes, even if it takes two commands, three commands, still give the command when you give the command the spirit will what respond have you even tried it you need to try it again you spirit that has held my family bound and brought us to a cycle of misfortunes i come in the name of jesus christ by authority the authority that is vested upon us as as a result of the fact that we are now born into a new covenant the authority of Jesus was given to you it is with that authority that you function so you need to know that when you appear before a demon that what that demon is seeing is not you he's seeing Jesus it's a consciousness that you work with go back to what you have it's a consciousness that you carry Sometimes when I stretch out my hand, 
I said that Jesus told me to stretch my hands. That the extension of my hands is the extension of the hand of Jesus. My voice is the voice of Jesus. My words are the words of Jesus. My, even my clothing. Sometimes I read this in a crowd and then demonized will begin to cry out. Why? What is wrong? I have stayed with him. I knew him. I knew him in the place of intimacy. I intercourse with him so much so that the authority that he has given to me became a living and organic reality in my heart. So when I said, Thou spirit of infirmity, I charge you in the name of Jesus, come on. The spirit responds because he can test and testify of the authority that has now become, become potent, that has become a dunamis in my heart, that has become a kratos, an expendable power. It is no more a potential reality. It is something that can be touched. I charge you in the name of Jesus. That is the reality that the believer walks in. Because of the fact that he has intercourse in the place of intimacy, the name becomes potent and powerful. The potency and power of your Lord begins to come out. That is why we come. So that somehow the name of Jesus will become strong in our heart. To the point that even you yourself we have a name in the spirit. The, the demon possessed man made the sons of Skiba. He said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know you. Who are you? That means men have the capacity to have names in the spirit. What is your name? What is your name? The name of Jesus is as potent as the name that you, 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 you have. Yes, because the call is to come into him. Eh? When you come into him, you exercise that authority to the degree that you yourself has found authority. Are you with me? What is your name? Let men that know their name arise. He said, he said, he said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know you. Who are you? From today, you will not just mention the name of Jesus. It will become potent and powerful in your mouth. If you say Jesus once again, then demons will crumble. If you shout Jesus again, then altars will come down. The things that are self, your family bound will begin to crumble. Because something has happened to you. Something. You encountered the man of Galilee. And he, he gave you something. He gave you a rod. A rod. A rod. When Moses encountered the burning bush, the Lord told him, Take this rod. With it will you contend with the sorcerers of Egypt. With the witchcraft of Egypt. With the necromancy of Egypt, with the horse of devils that is in Egypt, I give you a rod today. Where is your rod? God is giving men rod today. The rod of power. As we saw Benson in the horse, said that he came into the evil forest where the church was built. He said he came there. And there was a tree that was there. He came with a rod. All the demons disappeared. They spoke about Babalala. They said he was in a mountain fasting. And the spirit in charge of that forest came. He came like a serpent and climbed his body. As he climbed his body, he dried like a stick. Where is your rod? 
Lord, you will do wonders. When you are here, 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 you need a robot, you need a robot, you need a robot, that demons we see and cry out.
everyone under the sound of my voice. Everyone that is trusting God for a mighty move of deliverance in his or her family. We release the authority of the name over your family now. Like a canopy. Like a canopy. Angels of the living God. Angels of the living God. We ask that your ministries be strong. In the name of Jesus. From family to family. Person to person. Issue to issue. Circumstance to circumstance. No matter how long. No matter how tough. I bind every spirit. I bind every spirit. I bind every demon. I declare you free now in the name of Jesus. I declare that person free now in the name of Jesus. Your amen is not loud. I declare that person free now in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. This family deliverance. Oh. I declare your family free now in the name of Jesus. Angels move, oh. move, Salenetona Sabar Sade Corosana Mahaba. Every oppression, every sickness that is in anybody's body, your mother, your father, you, your sister, your brother. I charge that demonic demonic spirit that is causing that infirmity to live now in the name of Jesus. Even the lawful captives are set free in the name 